Yes. Christmas is all about family, Jordan. It's all it? about cannibals. And it's all about oh. 13 strange men who wander into your house and lick your spoons. Or it is if you're in Iceland. Okay. Yeah. So today on the Christmas Spooky Burrito, we're going to be investigating the legend of Gryla, her troublesome <laughs> sons and her giant dark pussy cat. <laughs> and perhaps at the end, we will find out how Jordan would protect the burrito mansion from said threat. Okay, I'll uh, I'll do my best. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Welcome everyone to Spooky Burrito. I'm Harrison Wilde, your frost-covered host, and across the tundra with ice in his beard is Jordan Shenton. Hello! I have ice in my beard. <laughs> it does, you can see it on the camera. Look, now I'll make it look frosty. <laughs> frosted tips. So 90s. Yeah, God, no. Just, just my beard. <laughs> just the beard. Just frosted tips <laughs> on the beard. Okay, so if this is your first time listening, we are Grief Burrito. We're usually a comedy, movie, gaming, and entertainment podcast. But for one episode a month, particularly this one that you've joined us on, we do a paranormal, spooky, or strange occurrence. And this is the final one. And if you want to receive more than coal this Christmas, make sure to leave a review and subscribe, whatever you like, wherever you are listening or watching. Now then, Jordan, are you yes. ready? Should we get in there? I, I think so. The spoon thing really sp got to me. Oh, there's there's much, much more than that. Trust me. Yay! <laughs> my spoons. <laughs> my spoons. <laughs> my spoons. Mein Spons. Mein Spons. I don't think that's... I don't even think that's German. Mein no. Spons. I don't mein know what Spons is. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with it. I'm, I'm happy to go with Spons. <laughs> okay. So did you know, Jordan, that 54% of people in Iceland still believe in elves? <laughs> no. Like yes. Lord of the Rings elves or like... No, like little gnomey elves. How... How big is like a Christmas elf meant to be? Oh, small, like a child size, like hobbit size, I guess. Hobbit size. Hobbit size. That three foot. Terrifying. Yes. Like shin height, fine. Like waist height, that's a bit like less fine. I don't know if I'll be. If that tried to attack me, I don't know if I'd win. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there was more than three of them, I'd imagine they travel in packs. They do. Thirteens, as as we'll learn later on. Thirteens. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could kill that many elves. No, no. I mean, if they were it, shin height, though, I could do that. You punt them away, but it's like when you get a really aggressive toddler and you're like, oh fuck, like you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to hit it. <laughs> I but I must. <laughs> I must do it to get it away. <laughs> Welcome to Burrito Christmas. Yes. Everyone. Wonderful, wonderful time in the mansion. How many elves do you reckon you could kill Harrison if they were shin high? Shin high or oh, knee high? I mean, I got some pretty high knees, so that's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it'd be easier for me. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be able to get them. Like, at least you could stamp on them. I think I could stamp on quite a few elves. Yeah. Yeah. So, would they? Would they be wearing the hats that would impede your stamping? Ooh, do you mean like are the pointy hats like solid? Yeah, if not, if they were like slumped down, that's not too bad because it's it gives you a bit more purchase. It does, yeah. But if they've got the pointy hats, you can't get your, you've got to lift your leg higher and it yeah. brings your center of balance higher. It's like when you watch those guys in the Olympics and they have to jump over the fences and they like catch the foot and like tip over. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I need I a number. Saying, <laughs> I need a number. <laughs> 14. I 14. Right. I've got a few calls to make, but I might need you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I was saying about elves and people believing in them and how we respect yeah. other people's cultures after that joke, this means that they still hold this legend in pretty high regard over in Iceland. So let's talk about one that after the 17th century became a Christmas story, as this wasn't initially a Christmas legend, but it slowly became okay. one. So Gryla is thousands thousands of years old she right. is a giantess sometimes described as a parasitic beggar with cloven hooves and unusually long arms uh, i thought we were going like domatresque Domatre like, yes yeah yes. <laughs> mommy mommy well you may you may get to like her later on we'll see okay she walks the street at night asking parents for their disobedient children not to take them away to work in a mine for the rest of time but instead to dismember them and cook them into a stew. Does she lead with that to the parents? Like, can I have your child? And they're like, maybe. What are you going to do with them? And then she explains. And they're like, no. <laughs> or does she like, hmm, I'm intrigued. Sure, why not? Just to see what happens. But you yeah. can thwart her plans. Allegedly, the way to thwart They're her calling plans. the police. Yeah, just chasing her away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the dogs. Yeah, that's in the wiki. That's in the wiki. That's how you can chase her. Or you can just give her some food. <laughs> but apparently her favorite food is children. So you'd have to... Bit of a catch-22 there. Yeah, got, like, I don't really know how to get rid of her. So just try and chase her away. If she goes, hopefully you'll be okay. Now, in an okay. early legend, she lived in a cottage, much like the witch from Hansel and Gretel, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and she lived with her okay. husband and many, many children. And her life was reasonably normal, other than the obvious taste for human children flesh. Sorry, so, so, sorry, you're not explaining the origin story. You're explaining what she's like now. What she's like now, yes. She's got a husband and like 14 kids or whatever. And she's still like hankering for a bit of child flesh. She is. But the thing is, she actually had husbands before the husband she's with now. Oh, that explains how there's so many kids. There's even more than 13. 13 are there's the only current legend there are many many more some of the names are pretty hilarious i'm sure one was just called idiot face <laughs> <laughs> amazing john peter idiot face <laughs> such a good boy <laughs> you can tell that's like your parents hate you it's like i don't know if you've got a name like dover and your parents call you ben you know what i mean yeah yeah that's just to a whole nother level where the, the first name is just idiot face <laughs> it's a double barrel first name just to really stick it hard <laughs> not like his name's idiot like i don't know what a like a, a surname is in that country but like his middle name is face it's not like idiot face dickhead or something it's like idiot dickhead what's your middle name Face. face. <laughs> yeah, so you can oh. tell who's the favourites, I guess, with that. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you, though, Jordan, what is Iceland okay. known for? Uh, is it being green instead of icy? And Greenland's known for being green despite being icy. 
It is, but it also has ice. It's very cold, basically. Okay. It's a very cold yeah. place. It's known for its weird, like, creepy landscapes. It's lava fields. It's got black sand beaches, like Vic, which I'd actually really like to go to. That where sounds they, awesome. Yeah, where they film Prometheus. That's as hell. It is. Well, that's why you find a lot of band names coming from this place, like Dimu Borgir, which we'll actually get into and mention in this episode. Sweet. So ice is what it's known for, and particularly harsh winters. And in one particularly harsh winter, they all got trapped in their cottage. The whole okay. family and their many, many kids. And when Gryla could no longer venture to find children for food to make her favorite stews, she looked to her husband, to his meaty thighs, to his hammy hands, to his big, swinging, wriggling, double chin. <laughs> Was she... Is she, is she also an Uruk or an Urukai? That is what she's described as an ogress. So very, Meets very back close. on the menu, boys. <laughs> These are not for eating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, the way she's actually described visually, she is very much like an orc or an ogre or some kind of creature in that same area anyway. So what was she to do with her husband? Well, for that <laughs> night, and many more afterwards, she and her children fed on Father Stew until ice and snow subsided. So, sorry, they fed on Father Stew. What Fa kind of dish was he? Stewart. <laughs> Father Stewart. Father Stew. It's like, yeah, but <laughs> what priest. kind of dish was he? Father Stew. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I get his name, Stew Harrison. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they probably made him into loads of different kind of dishes, but a lot of the specialities in Iceland, they don't they bury this stuff under the sand and let it like ferment like that. Uh, what was like that? Shark. They do a shark and they also do that drink called Black Death. They actually bake bread underneath volcanic sand. Sounds amazing. You would fucking bread it every time. It has to come into the episode, Jordan. It's part so, of the law. <laughs> so, so how many? I, obviously, this is a fairy tale. Mm. How many meals do you get out of like a grown ass man? He was he was a big man. He was also an ogre from what I'm I believe. So he was the Duke from This is getting very Resident Evil 8. He was the Duke from Resident Evil 8. Yeah. And the wife is basically Lady Domatresque from Resident Evil 8. Yeah. This got a lot sexier than I thought it would earlier on. I'd, I wouldn't say the Duke's a sexy man. I've not seen him. Domatresque, fine. I don't think you should You've put him down like Duke. that. I think you should, you know, you're supposed to up Have people's you confidence. Seen the Duke? No, I've not seen him, but I want to believe he's right. a beautiful man. People who are listening will know, uh -huh. but Harrison, check it at the end of the episode, and then I want you, in the editing, to put a little clip in going, uh, okay, so Jordan may have been right there. <laughs> he is disgusting. <laughs> okay, he I will. He is a vile man. I will do that for you. Hey guys, it's Haz, pausing the episode from the future. As requested, I'm going to go and check what the Duke looks like right now. Pressing search. Ooh, he's a, a, a big, sexy man, baby. <laughs> okay, Jordan was right. Fine. As we said, so for many nights, they managed to survive on the stew made from the father. But to the dismay of the family and the town, after hearing what had happened, they forced her and her children out into the wilderness to find She'd already been eating children. But they Why is they... this the step too far? Because they were misbehaving children. Father Stu did nothing. He was a great priest. <laughs> I can't <but> he... 
<laughs> you killed your husband, you bitch. It's like, I also ate all of your children. They're like, yeah, but they were bastards. They were dicks. <laughs> uh, but they found a new home, Jordan. A lovely, lovely okay. cave on the Dimu Borgir lava fields, which sounds okay. like an awesome place, by the way. I'd like to go and see that. It sounds like Star Wars. It does. It does. And they actually filmed Rogue One out there. So a nice little connection oh, to Star Wars there. Uh, the intro scenes. And she, believe it or not, she actually found love again. She found love out on the out on the lava fields. It makes me feel bad that, like, you know, people struggle. I and mean, then you look at whatever this is. <laughs> look at this ogre living on the lava fields. How has she found someone? <laughs> yeah. That bitch is st stuck inside a cave and some guy wanders in like, hello. <laughs> hello there. Yes. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> but you'll Star also... Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was, yeah. Uh, you'll also be, I suppose, sad to hear that she also found another very harsh winter as living in a cave oh, in the winter is pretty hard. So that love was not to last, but the stew that she made from this new suitor lasted <laughs> all the way through the winter again. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Now, eventually, she settled down with a third and final husband who she lives with to this day, the man called Lepaludi. I've got nothing. Nope. You can have that. Yeah, thank you. A lazy, <laughs> lazy oaf of a man. And Lepaludi never actually leaves the cave. He stays at home. And I presume he's so tired because he gave Gryla 13 more sons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 26 sons, yeah? Yeah, possibly even more. Like There's a hell of a lot of children that Gryla has. Uh, the 13 are the ones that are on record now, which we'll go through in later in the <laughs> on episode. Record. Oh, on yeah. Record. For, sorry. Yeah, you can find that in the archives. Honestly, you can find hospital. images. If you look these up, you'll find it. And I'll give you the name after this part, Jordan, so you can have a look okay. if you really want to see some images after I we will. go through the names. So, other than the sexual prowess that he has, he made... <laughs> You, you might wonder what made her not turn him into stew. He had a soft spot for animals, you'll see. And that just warmed her gigantic, cannibalistic heart. So to make the cave a home, they adopted a cat, Jordan. A wonderful okay. cat. Okay. A huge, vicious black cat that they named the Yule Cat. Perfect for the Yule time season. Is it the cat from Dark Souls 1? I'm not going to say no. It's very close. Is it, is it one of those giant cats that rolls into a ball and tries to like... Oh, yeah, just like roll... Oh, they're terrifying. Yes, they are. They're so scary. I forgot that was an enemy. Dark Souls is a weird fucking game. Yeah, I did. I forgot that was an enemy as well. I, I first thing I thought was the cat that talks to you in the woods, but yeah, they're the other ones in the woods, aren't they? The big things. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I was thinking of the cat in the thing. Well, fuck it. All right, carry on. Go, 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 go. <laughs> so while Gryla is out hunting for misbehaving children... The Yule Cat is out searching for people who haven't had new clothes before Christmas Eve, which is a weird stipulation and comprehension for a cat, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> but that's the legend. That's what the you Yule Cat does. You judgmental little bitch. <laughs> uh, You've got holes in your clothes. I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> away with you. Away. Yeah. It's supposed uh, to be Christmas. And Lapaludi is back at the cave and this is when their 13 sons begin to appear. Every day from the 12th of December, a son pays a visit. A nightly, nightly visit. The name of this group, Jordan, I they hear you cry. Mostly. 
<laughs> the Yule lads. The Yule lads. Oh, oh my god. Over the, the icy Yule lads, hills. Lads, lads. They come chanting, lads, lads, lads. <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if instead of in aliens, why they were like, it comes out at night. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> fucking these 13 whatever fucking guys. Little gnomes. Just come out like, lads, 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 lads. <laughs> As they're going through licking spoons in people's <laughs> houses. Oh, we need Ross to animate this. Yes, yeah. We need like the scene, you know, when they look down at the radar in Aliens and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, lads, lads, lads. <laughs> and then they just fucking swore. Lads, 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 lads. <laughs> it's really right, man. Oh, I'd imagine it like the bit in Game of Thrones where the zombies just fucking rush the yeah, walls they just swore the soldiers. Up. And just, lads, 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 as they go through. Faces through the gaps, like, lads, lads. <laughs> Spoons, lads. Spoons. So oh would you like to know Lord. about the legend of the 13 Yule lads? <laughs> I am, I am fucking all in. Okay, Go. let's do this. So number one, on the 12th of December, we see the first boy. Far across the fields, harassing the sheep. There is a poem for each one, but I've chosen just my favorite. This one is called Sheep Coat Clod. I thought it was getting it's just set in Wales by any chance. Harassing sheep. Harassing sheep. Harassing them. Sexing them. <laughs> Sorry, Welsh <laughs> listeners. Sexing them. Sexing them. Okay. So this is a poem that is written about sheep coat clod. Okay. The first of them was sheep coat clod. He came stiff as wood to prey upon the farmer's sheep as far as he could. He wished to suck the ewes, but it was no accident he couldn't. He had stiff knees. Not too convenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking life. I don't know who rhymed this. Doesn't The, the last lines never rhyme very well. So yes, yeah, not... You didn't add the last bit. No, not too convenient <laughs> is the last line. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it on oh the fucking fuck. thing. Oh my fuck. Lord, not too convenient. Not too Moving on. But it was no accident he couldn't. He had stiff knees. Not too convenient. Yeah, that's the last okay. bit. Fucking okay. Number two, Fucking. Jordan. All right. On the 13th, we have Gully Gawk. He hides in gullies, waiting for his opportunity to get his tiny hands on buckets of cow milk, only to steal the foam. <sighs> Why the foam? Take the milk! <laughs> Why is he called Gully Gork? He's not gawking at anything. He gawks from gullies, I think, is what it's supposed but to be. He's not, but he's stealing. So it'd be Gully Skulk or something he's like that. Skulking. He's skulking in gullies. He's not gawking at shit from the gullies, is he? <laughs> no. He's going, ooh, milk, I'm going to steal the foam. Like some kind of fucking, oh. <laughs> I was having a nice night. Yep. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> It's Christmas, Jordan. This is Christmas. Oh. Now, you thought Gully Gawk had stubby hands. Well, what about his brother, Stubby? <laughs> <laughs> he's short and he steals food from frying pans. And he's a big fan of the crust left over from pies. <laughs> this is what he does on the 14th. Okay. Okay. Spoon licker. He licks spoons. Stop me okay. if I'm losing you. <laughs> Complex, I know. <laughs> A second poem. Are you ready? 
<laughs> I think so. Uh, prepare I yourself. I feel like I'm in a fucking fever dream, honestly. <laughs> it's going to get worse. The fourth was Spoonlicker. Like Spindle, he was thin. He felt himself in clover when Cook wasn't in. Then stepping up, he grappled the stirring spoon with glee, holding it with both hands, for it was slippery. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh. an affinity with Spoonlicker because he was spindle thin. <laughs> and genuinely, at some point in this, I might need to take a minute to yeah. just like fucking calm down. That's fine. When you need a break, this you is tell actually me. Actually, fucking amazing. <laughs> oh. On the 16th of December comes okay. Pot Scraper, aka Pot Liquor. They couldn't decide his name. He liked pots, is what we discern from his name. <laughs> he steals unwashed pots and licks them clean. I think this all actually might be the same lad. He just eats he's all the leftover food. He's got multiple personality disorder. Yeah, it's just one guy who's really hungry. A real hungry lad. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. For Americans who don't know, yeah. or anyone yeah, else from explain across the that. world, um, if it's a very laddie thing to do. Lad, laddie lads are people who like like sport and like, like getting rowdy when they drink. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, if you're doing anything, lads, 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 and that's like a thing. It's like your chant. It's your war chant. Yeah. It's your war chant chant for when you're going to go drinking a Weatherspoons until 3 a.m. and then vomit everywhere and not find a woman to take home. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're absolutely fucking repugnant. The 17th, and the eve rolls round, and as does bowl liquor, or as they call him in Iceland. Why are there so many liquors? (laughs) Askas liquor. That's what they call Ask, him. Askaslaker. Askaslaker. Sounds a bit like Asslicker, so I just wanted to make sure that we added that <laughs> name in there from the real Icelandic. He steals yeah. bowls of food from under the bed. An odd place to store food, I'll warrant. Apparently that's what they do in Iceland. Uh, okay. Yeah, again, another hungry lad. This could all just be the hungry, hungry lad. Lads, 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 please. On December 18th, the next yeah. lad comes a-knocking, but he doesn't. Because he's the door slammer. He stomps around, slamming doors, keeping everyone awake. I hope you don't have your early shifts, Jordan, on the 19th of December. I... No, I don't. I don't... don't... Wait, when's the 19th of December? It's a Sunday! No! (laughs) He does! (laughs) And I hope you weren't planning on having that delicious Icelandic yogurt skier for breakfast. Because his next brother is the skier gobbler. He eats up all of your yogurt. A very specific boy only <laughs> eating yogurt. Is that like... <laughs> I have an image of him being really pale. Really pale. Yogurt pale. It's just he can't eat anything but yogurt. <laughs> Help. <laughs> they all describe him as eating till he throws like, up. He claws his way across the ground looking for it because he just can't move. <laughs> Leaving a trail all the other of brothers are skipping along, like merrily getting all the food, and he's like, clawing his way. He's more curds than man now. <laughs> oh. So the twentieth of December, Jordan rolls around. Okay. Christmas is nearly here, and you think you're safe. You sit back on the sofa in the burrito mansion, and then you've got sofa stabber. Sofa stabber. <laughs> ah! She jumps in. But he just dives over you and hits the sofa. He's like, yeah. ah! hate them, hate sofas, upholstery <laughs> bastards. And you look up and you wipe your Christmas sweat brow and you see him. The sausage swiper. 
He's up in your rafters where you're smoking your sausages, chowing down, except he's up. He's chowing up. What are you going to do now? <laughs> oh, I don't know. And that's it, you think. Oh, fuck me. And that is it. You're like, fuck me. I'm done. I'm going to bed. You walk into your room in the opulent mansion. And out there at the window, you see him. Ah, you say. You caught a geezer peeping. It's the window peeper. He likes to creep outside windows, and sometimes he steals the stuff that he sees. I hope he doesn't see your supple boy body, Jordan. <laughs> he stole my supple boy body. I've been replaced. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And it's just like a fucking random assortment. It's shit he found outside. Yeah, like just an old thing. shoe. He's crafted your body from yogurt and pie crusts <laughs> and spoons. And pans and pots, <laughs> but they're all meticulously licked clean. So clean. So spotless and At gleaming. least they're clean. We might have to get them in the kitchen in the burrito mansion just to clean all the pots if they're going to be doing it this well. That's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. We've never let Ross leave, and it, honestly, I'm afraid he's dead at this point. I know. I am I'm concerned. Why did we leave him in the kitchen that had no food? I don't know. All that's in the pantry for the Bapik Banik. I know, we've got like seven kitchens and we put him in the one with no food. The one we don't use in the easternly, yeah. westernmost northern wing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that's the loop-de-loop -loop from the central most rightmost point, yeah? That's the one, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, 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 good. I can't believe you remembered that. Well done. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> Call back to another episode. I don't, thing is, I don't know if that's what I said. I made that up on the spot and if it is, I'm my sure brain it's... clearly has one way of <laughs> Now, Jordan, you actually got quite a good sleep last night. You felt safe under the watchful eye. <laughs> oh, I can tell eye. it's a fiction. <laughs> no, you felt safe under the watchful eye of the window peeper. But you know what he saw? He saw me... <laughs> he saw you what? He saw me baking. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> he saw me... I was like, Harrison... <laughs> Don't say anything. The voice window is just shut down. Just gone. CIA have joined the chat. He saw me baking at you Christmas goods. And his brother, the door sniffer. He has a huge nose and an insatiable appetite for stolen baked goods. Particularly Lauferbrot, or what they call leaf bread. Why is he called the door sniffer? He sniffs under doors. <laughs> Gets his nose oh. right under it. Is it really, really long, broad, flat nose? Yes. Like, <laughs> he slides under the door. His brothers call him the platypus. I hope he doesn't also have poisonous barbs on his back legs like they do. Oh, they're so adorable, yet so dangerous. Yeah, and it's weird that a mammal lays eggs. What are you? You a duck? Are you a reptile? Are you some kind of beaver? You're all, all three. three. All hey. three. <laughs> all three. So now it's gone, Jordan. The loaf of brot is gone. All the bread in the house, it's gone. The sausages are gone too. So let's check the bub pantry. See what we've been left with for Christmas dinner. <laughs> okay. Did you leave the meat out? I don't think so. It was your turn to bring the meat in. It's the 23rd of December. Do you know what that means? No. Oh, God. What now? That means the meat hook's been... He snatches up any meat that's been left out, especially smoked lamb. You can't have the name Meat Hook. Meat Hook's already a thing. Nope. 
he carries a meat hook, so they call him the meat hook. He hooks meat. The, not even meat hook. The meat hook. The meat His hook. His name has an opening. Yes, it does. And the poem about him actually says that sometimes his meat hook isn't long enough, and that means he won't take things. <laughs> Only if he can reach. <laughs> okay. His me- sometimes his meat hook isn't long enough. He's like, damn. Shit. I'll take this lower rung meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was Lord. looking forward to that. There's nothing left in the house, Jordan. Our electrics ran on sausages, on laufabrot and smoked lamb. So now we've got nothing. We've got no candles because candle beggar's bin. He steals <laughs> candles, which he used to be made of tallow, which is edible. But they're not even made of tallow anymore. But we don't tell him that. <laughs> we just <laughs> let him eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Things are really been going downhill for, for Candle Beggar. <laughs> poor, poor Candle Beggar. And now we sit in silence. With all those lads venturing and ransacking our mansion. That means in it's the Christmas. background, though, you can hear really quietly. Lads, 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 lads as, as they as march they away. <laughs> lads, 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 lads. Uh, yeah, and they're gone. And that is the yeah. desolation of Burrito, I call it. And that was it. Burrito, that was burrito, burrito. Great burrito's over now. That's it. We've been eat we've literally been eating out of house and home. That's literally. It. I always thought that, you know, I would be the one to eat us out of house and home. Me Turns too. Out I was wrong. <laughs> Thirteen <laughs> smaller men all ate more than I did. <laughs> Thirteen small men with strange names yep. and weird cleaning obsessions. At least they're tidy, tidy individuals. So Jordan, I want to yeah. know how would you protect your house next Christmas from the lads, lads, lads? Lace everything with poison. Everything. Every surface. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Harrison, we can sit in this one space, mm-hmm. and that's the only place that's safe. Everything is poison. Death on contact poison. Death on contact. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. So we have to go and sit in the empty kitchen with Ross, is what you're saying uh, to me. What's, what's left of Ross, maybe? What's left? He might be alive. We'll find out after the episode. I mean, we could ask Gryla for a stew recipe if we run out of food. <laughs> <laughs> we can't touch. We we can't. We need to tell Ross not to touch anything. It is literally all poison. Yes, Ross, don't touch anything. Poison everything. <laughs> Just like a in the background. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, <laughs> that fucking guy. Well, I've picked up from this, like advice to our listeners. We need to. How do how do the listeners protect themselves? I mean, they need new clothes. So the Yule cat doesn't get them? <laughs> All of these things are just like, fuck poor people. They are, I know, it's just like- Give me your kids. You've got old clothes, you're gonna die. Capitalism, buy things. You need to yeah. put a draft excluder down, stop door sniffer sniffing at your door. Usually there's like a moral to these. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, don't be mean, always say thank you, make sure you clean everything, brush your teeth. Don't let but dodgy men with legs just- near your sheep. This one's just like, right, you're going to have to barricade your windows because this guy's going to come a-peeping. It's going to peep And it's in. like, there's literally nothing you can do. There's like, it's like an army of really intelligent zombies that are just kind of mm. like going over the house. They're clambering all over it looking for weak points. Really specific zombies, though. All they want is leftover food. D- or candles. Or candles. Or like, oh, it, what about Grylish? You want your kids? He's- He's a candle beggar as well. He doesn't beg for it. He just takes it. Yeah, it's just candle taker. Candle swiper. Candle swiper. Swiper, oh, no on, swiping. You, you got a candle I could have. 
<laughs> yeah. No, fuck no. off. Get out and take your fucking brothers with you. <laughs> they're yeah. all like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I like the idea of you, like, at the door and you've caught them all, like some kind of cat, like some kind of giant cat. Yeah. Because they've all got old clothes. And you just pick them all up by the scruff of the necks in two hands. Right? Out with you. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, what the fuck? <laughs> lads, out. out. And they all well, land pointy hands in the lawn, like lawn darts. You go, lads, and they go, lads, lads, lads. And you're like, no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I'd say get get a lot of dogs. A lot no, of none dogs. of them, none, none of them are like dog bummer or anything, are they? I don't think so. I mean, there may be in the other names. I didn't oh, look through all like of them. Oh, there's like 26 of them, isn't there? Because yeah. she started off with 13. She and did. And there's another 13. Mm -hmm. um, well, <laughs> you can't have God sheep because that guy will be incredibly stiff. He will. So... Um, Incredibly I'd inconvenient. Incredibly inconvenient. <laughs> Obnoxiously inconvenient. <laughs> I would I would say get a lot of dogs, bar your windows, mm -hmm. probably invest in some kind of gun. Yeah. Um you could set up home alone style traps. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would like that. It. That'd actually be great because you'd be waiting every year and then they get more and more cautious every year. It's like, I don't want to go in there. And it's like, we have to. We have to go in here. It's part of our whatever nature. We are hardwired to need to go into this I house. I need those candles. <laughs> so they're trying to like fight it and they're like pushing backwards, but they're slowly being dragged forwards into the house. That's just me and you are pots and pans on our head, just waiting, ready. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> paint cans. I feel everything. like you, you could catch the uh, the sausage swiper really good with like a lasso made of sausages, and like pull him in and tie him up with him. I love. I'd like the idea of this becoming like like a horror film for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off as like, ha ha, we are so full of glee, and it's whatever the accent is, Close and enough. then. <laughs> oh, we are so full of glee. And I hope the like, mountain from Game of Thrones never hears this because he's going to pull your head off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, and then it starts off like that. And then every year it gets consecutively worse. And it just becomes like a sore maze. More and more violent. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. This legend, like the early legend of this is actually very scary. They've like made it lighter hearted to make it more appropriate for kids nowadays. What was... Have you got any examples of the old style? Like, well, there's a really horror... If you Google an image of Gryla, it says G-R-Y-L-A. That's terrifying. much easier to spell than I thought it'd be. It is, yeah. It's not too crazy. G-R-Y-L-A. There should oh, be a no, picture I've... of a holding a child looking fucking terrifying. Oh, that is... That's like the man eating his son. Yes, yeah, painting. it is. That painting, yeah. That is... Yeah. <laughs> Her kids look dumb as shit. <laughs> yeah, the kids look fucking crazy. They're not kids. They're these like, are like men. these are like grown ass, grown ass men, dwarves. They've got to be like in the sixties at least. I mean, she's thousands of years old. They're more. They've got to be more than that. They look like the twelve. <laughs> Is this like a mix of Snow White and the twelve, seven dwarves? But there were double of them, and one died or something. Maybe yes. One fell off. A, one was called Bridge Faller, and he fell off a bridge. <laughs> One was called Arsenic like snit Snorter, something like that. He's out there snorting arses. <laughs> arsenic, not horses. Oh, Arsenic. Arsenic Snorter. It's like, why did we name him that? I, <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. 
Lepaloonie, why did I let you name this one? I I thought my life was a comedy, and now I know it's a tragedy. (laughs) I I think Lepaloonie's sort of been cast out of this tale a little bit, like left back at the cave. I want to see more of him. Like, I would probably go knocking on the cave door, like, Lepaloonie, could you come and get your kids? Like, they're on my lawn again. (laughs) Again, again. Again. Again, every year. He's Lepaloody. taking all my yogurt. He's taking all my sausages. He's yeah. got a meat hook. That's not safe. Like, he's like, can you sort this out? And he's like, I'll have a talking to him. I don't know why, what accent I'm doing. <laughs> I'll have a talking to them. And then it just never happens. It's like just one guy whose kids just shouts all the time. You're like, yeah. mate, I've got work in the morning. And he's like, I'll sort it. Don't you worry. And fucking nothing happens. Either you sort it or I've got a very big BB gun. And I will sort it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, uh, to clarify, listeners, I do not. This isn't a reflection on he me. He does. I've seen him shooting kids. What? One fucking time, yeah? <laughs> One time. No, I'm joking. I, I've never done that. Yes. Editing out that last comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's is the that end it? of the legend. That's the is end that... of the legend, Jordan. That is I'm not saying end. is that it is in like... Oh, that's it. I'm saying thank Christ because I don't know how much more of that I could deal with yep, without. Thank just God we are through that. A oh shorter legend to end the year on, but I thought it would be a nice, fun one to do another Christmas one, like we did Krampus last year, which was a good, fun episode. <laughs> that was very good. We need to do the one. Which what was the story Jim told us about Jim? Jim Jong-un. Oh, I know who Jim is. I was just yeah. like Jim. <laughs> the story he told us in the pub about a woman and her boat vagina. Sled vagina. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. We need to get him on, and he we can do. tell us that story as well. Jim, you're coming back on. We're going to have to Is get you back too, in the burrito mansion. And her, and her sledge vagina. <laughs> I want to know where she puts her feet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> but at the sides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she has a very hell. wide squat. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode, lovely listener. It was a good, fun one to write. Uh, oh, if you did, wow. please comment, like, subscribe, wherever you're listening, if you watch on YouTube. Uh, where can they find you, Jordan? You can find me at the Mr. John Court, and after this, definitely deep in more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. And how about you, Harrison? <laughs> you can find me at Haswild absolutely everywhere, and you can find the podcast at Grief Burrito on all the social medias. And there's a link below if you want to join the Discord, get involved with some of the episodes, with some game and movie nights we've been doing, and some quiz nights. We've got an awesome quiz coming up. This actually might come out... This is going to come out after the quiz is done, unfortunately, but we'll hopefully be having more quizzes in the future. Yeah. We'll have some awesome prizes. I can show you one of the prizes. Um, where's it gone? Which will already be gone. Already be gone, but you can see what you could have won. Uh, one of the top prizes this month is a 30th anniversary deluxe edition of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new comic that has just come out that oh, I picked nice. up recently. It's a really cool comic, really nice artwork. It's done by the guy who made Sonic Mania, and the art style is the art style from all of the games. Well, the 2D games, which is nice to see. Spoilers. Spoilers. They couldn't read that. It was all blurry. Okay. So, let's get out of here, Jordan. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas.